Welcome back to another episode of, I, I don't know if we're calling it Ride the Rebellion anymore or if it's become the, the No Drop, Zero Drop podcast. I think Zero Drop sounds pretty good. I think so too. Ride the Rebellion, Zero Drop. Brought to you by Ride the Rebellion, whatever. We're going to go with Zero Drop. So welcome to the Zero Drop podcast. I am your one of your co-hosts, Drew Hall, and with me as always is, what is it, the king of the, the southern king of turndown Deal boy. Man, my northern folks are going to be really mad that I'm a southern king of anything. Well, Actually, it's kind of like those Pepsi trucks that just troll Coke. It yeah. says the southern original. Yeah, that's exactly and it's right. clearly not at all. It, it also makes me, at, at any point, will we ever hear you say Roll Tide? Um, no. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to know. Whenever I see it, I just mean, and whenever I hear it, I'm just like, oh, they get to park up front. That's cool. If When you finally get there... When you finally get to that point, there will be some day that you will be forced into a corner, and that's when you've truly lost all of your Yankee roots. That's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening, you said. Not even close. Not even close. Uh, welcome back to another show. And, you know, we're, we're going to keep it pretty easy on this. Um, we may be weekly, but I think right now our rhythm is, is every other week, and that feels appropriate. Uh, in the meantime, though, there's plenty of content for you to hang out on. If you if you are not subscribed to our YouTube channel, you're missing out. So if you head over to the YouTube channel, there's a video that uh, there's a couple of videos. One of them is just recently dropped, uh, and it's the story of Bug. It's quite funny, and the Bug Rug rather his jump, and uh, it's it's kind of how we're doing our stuff. Instead of it being um, a series of videos where we just focus on a rider or a bike or just show you absolute gimmicked shots the entire time. We decided to take all the trails that we're working on, maybe as inspiration for those of you out there that have to do the same thing. So we decided to take those and make our trails and and put them in a way where there's a story behind them. So they're like, as my kids would say, they're trail tales. And so that's what they are. And you get to learn a little bit about this trail and the, the person that built it. And it's just a different way of kind of like we are. It's a different way of looking at mountain biking. Absolutely. And being on the Gulf Coast, you know, I always hear, oh, you mountain bike on the Gulf Coast. There's no mountains. Well, yeah, who wants to ride up a mountain? Right. <laughs> like, I'm totally cool with having a, a gradual downhill. Yeah, that's you know? exactly right. So uh, it, I think that our, our Trail Tales is a great name, by the way. But our yeah. Trail Tales is a great way to, to see what we're doing one trail at a time instead of just do, taking it as a whole and, and trying to explode it or, or uh, figure out what it is. It's just nice to see, hey, this is what it is. This is how it started. This is who built it. This is who's riding it. And this is kind of the, the lines you can take while you're riding it. It's kind of cool. And it's the same thing. It's, it's the idea here is that hopefully it's inspiration. It mm-hmm. serves as a source of inspiration for somebody out there. Uh, as we say, like any of the Flatlanders or the rest of us that don't have access to, you know, the our bikes aren't pink is what somebody put in another mm-hmm. review, yeah, which I thought was right. great. Um, our bikes aren't pink. So, you know, we got to ride with what we got. And so maybe this will serve as a little bit of inspiration. We did get wind of a spot. We won't dr- drop anything yet, yeah, but no, we no. did get wind of a spot. Uh, there's another group that kind of reached out and like, Hey, we've, we're doing the same thing. And that's kind of cool. There might be some kind of weird network that starts to form out of this where we start finding all these rogue builders. Yeah. Yeah. That, it, it's not to step on you there, but it's, it's pretty sweet. They reached out and they were like, man, we're already doing this. Um, we know what your goal is. And, and they're actually like a few, quite a few steps ahead of what we're doing. And it's pretty awesome that they, they saw us and we're like, Hey, that's cool. Let's check it out. And while we're on the topic of who saw us or heard us, um, we had tons of people give us great feedback 
Um, we got text messages from tons of people. We right. got we got feedback on Apple and Facebook and YouTube and and everything. And maybe by the end of this, we'll draw a, ha- a name from a hat from one of our zero drop uh, people. That's exactly right. So somebody is owed a T-shirt. So somebody's owed a T-shirt, a custom, a custom one off. You're going to be the one of one. One. That's it. The zero it's drop like an podcast. NFT of T-shirts. <laughs> oh man! Oh my shit! You should make NFT shirts. Oh wow! We're like nobody artists. can steal that. I'm no. claiming it right now. <laughs> it's already bought. Just bought the the domain shit, name. Shit! We need <laughs> gotta go do that right away. Man, that was deep. Yeah. So we uh we're playing. We actually are just spitballing right now. Anyways, uh, we had hoped to get guests on, but everybody's kind of scared that to come on the number one mountain bike podcast in all of Mobile, Alabama. In the South. In the South. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and take that claim. Yeah. I mean, why not? There's, yeah. We own it. If you if there's somebody else out there, let's go. We'll have yeah. a podcast battle. Yeah. I'm down. We got, it. this is the second one. Yeah. It's two versus zero. We're two, and we're two for two at this point. Um. So, so the, we didn't have a guest roll in, but we did want to kind of keep the rhythm going and keep the ride alive. And so I think one of the things we were just going to kind of focus on was just the idea of what motivates you? Why do you ride? What, what keeps you going? Uh, cause that's one of the tricks, right? There's days where, uh, I mean, there's trails that make me not want to ride anymore. Uh, I won't say which one it is. I don't want to trash it, but I, I rode it again. I rode from my office up to it and I rode this trail again. It's just so boring. And I went up to ride it and I saw Dale and he was like, Hey dude, you got to check out this new section he cut. And he literally took one of the most boring trails in the world. Again, I love it cause it's a home trail. But he took it and he added a little segment and, he, and it's a great segment. If you haven't ridden it yet, um, you need to figure out first what we're talking about. Secondly, <laughs> again, I'm not going to trash anything beyond that. But just that little that little moment, that little new niche was like a little inspiration, a little wind beneath my wings to keep me going. Um, it's little things like that sometimes. What, what are some of your, I mean, what's the moments for you? I mean, obviously a new bike. You have a new oh, bike. Yeah. New bikes are awesome moments. Um, new trail, obviously the whole new trail thing, but. I think that like I keep myself signed up for races that I shouldn't be entered in just so that I like force myself to go ride when I shouldn't be like yesterday right. I rode 30 miles and just around the neighborhoods, you know, and it was like, I don't want to, but I have to. Right. And then the group ride stuff, um, group rides keep me riding. I love, I only mountain bike for the friends. I think I'm the same way. You I know? mean, I now, you know, I, I think I got into it from, um, Jacob, who is, you know, the kind of the godfather of, or the, he's the old man, I guess is what we really should say. And he's not even older than us. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Jake's floating around somewhere. And then him and Todd Hall, they both kind of drew us, drew me in. And then we all met. And it's one of those things of like, you get a group of people and then some of this could be, I'm going to say that it's gender free, but maybe not. I don't know. I, I only speak for one. But so my perspective is like, then I get a group of guys. They're good. They motivate me. We kind of push each other along when we need to. There's joking and kind of razzing that needs to be there, mm-hmm. but it's never, it, there's never this introduction of like uh, pissing on each other's shoes. Yeah. yeah. Like those people seem to phase themselves out. Yeah. Or we phase them out. Oh, we, we just f- piss on their shoes. That's right. <laughs> I think I've always said that one guy pissing on your shoes, you get a whole group of it's dudes. It's like a circle of <laughs> never mind. We're not even going there. Nope. So I, th- I always say this too, that uh, mountain biking super cheap as long as you ride by yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you have friends at mountain bike, 
mountain bike is super expensive. It's, it's like totally golf. Accurate. If you just go golf by yourself and you have your Walmart clubs, you're fine. As soon as your buddy comes out there with a tailor-made driver and drives it straight down the fairway, you're like, wow, it's got to be the clubs. Like, no, your buddy probably plays seven days a week. That's exactly just right. Just like what we do. You know, we'll go on these group rides and we'll have new people show up. And they'll, they'll be like, man, I just can't keep up. My bike's not good enough. And they'll buy another bike. And it's, it's not even the bike. You right. can just pedal and pedal and pedal. It's all about seat time. And whatever you can find that motivates you, like Drew said, originally my motivation wasn't racing. My motivation was I want to prove to these guys that are mountain bikers that I fit in. And I think that that was my original goal was like, man, fit in, just fit in. Yeah. And now I forced, I forced it. Just fit. If it doesn't fit, force it. It's been quite a <laughs> it just motto. rolls right through it. He's like, I'm crashing in. Here he comes. Bam. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you guys don't like me? Too bad. Follow me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, the other side of it too, though, is like the group ride thing. Uh, I found that my skills got 10 times better when two things happened. And it, and it was great motivation. One, uh, I was riding a lot with Todd and Jake at the time. But I was riding a lot with Todd. And then when I started riding with Todd, he would, he would tow me in. So I'd feel motivated to chase him so my speed went from you know rider starting out again i was like seven or eight miles an hour and then suddenly i'm up to like 10 and then i'm cruising to 12 and he's on an e-bike so he's a little bit of a cheat but like he's he's keeping me and i'm staying on it and then times he would drop back and get behind me and be like hey man you're doing this wrong and give and then all of a sudden my riding would constantly then you get in a bigger group and you get the people who start motivating Mm -hmm. and that's like that once you have that group and you have somebody towing in and somebody behind you and you're helping each other out and then t- offering to teach once you have enough confidence, dude, that is like, talk about making you a better, at least to me, it makes me such a better rider to ride with somebody and stoke them up one, mm-hmm. just like praise them and give them, not if they're doing something dangerous, like right. Cooper without a helmet. <laughs> I'm calling you out, Shout Coop, Cooper. forever. Yeah. Love you, bro. But like um, that kind of stuff or two it's the other, the other side of that is, you know, you, you lift them up, you get them going, or you're actually helping them and encouraging them in a different way. Yeah. And I, I think it's really awesome. We had this between us that had happened once uh, we were training for a race at Bethel mm. and I kind of was, I don't know what I'm doing with mountain biking. I mean, I'm still learning myself and I just do what I think is right. And Drew was trying to learn the lines and I kind of laid down some little tips that I picked up. Yep. And he used them during the race and was like, dude, there's no way. Like, just oh, that. I came in third in my first race. Yeah. In just, the old man category. Well, the, the kind, what do we call it? The kind of old man category. The kind of old man category. But still, came in third in my first race. Then two dudes that beat me smoked. I mean, yeah. I smoked a lot of other people. I like, I passed a couple of guys in the, in the, in the round before me. Yeah. But it was because of that. And I told you, I was like, dude, you're the best coach ever. Like, straight up. That kind of stuff is like, I have goosebumps. Yeah, it was Legitimately awesome. goosebumps because it was that much of a magic moment yeah, to get f- coached and then see it pay off. Right, right. And and even for me to like hear that, oh, wow, what I was doing was right, maybe. You right. know, I mean, I got first, so I guess I was doing it right. <laughs> you did it right. <laughs> so I did it right. But I mean, just just learning like that and we learned together, you know, because right. we went on the same day. Neither one of us had ridden the course. We right. kind of, we played around with some camera stuff and filmed some puddle jumping and yeah and we also learned the lines and it worked out so that was kind of cool and it's cool to learn things like that and listen if you're mountain biking or if you're working or if you're playing golf basketball whatever it is surround yourself with people that want you to be better 
Yep. As soon as you start surrounding yourself with people that want to be better than you and make you feel like a piece of shit, you're only going to feel like a piece of shit. You're That's not right. going to want to keep doing it. Yeah, you're you're going to be a turd with sprinkles. Yeah, exactly. You it's, have like you're going to be a turd and you're going to have this beautiful bike <laughs> and it's right. all sprinkly, but you're a turd with sprinkles. Or those people are the same thing, right? So, and then you have spandex on. And then you have Oh man, we had to get one in. Oh, I got one, one in. Jab one jab in. And I say that as I I texted a guy yesterday. Um, Bo's going to go ride with me. He's Bo's a spandex guy. Yeah. And he's we're going to train next week for the long run. Bo's a beast. Bo's a monster. Bo <laughs> is... Bo, so here's the interesting thing. Nicest dude in the world. Oh, but I love Bo to death. He invited me to ride with him one time. We had just gotten done riding at Blakely, which for those that aren't in this area, Blakely's like, for for this area, I would consider it for specifically in the Mobile, Baldwin County area where we are. That's like the best trails, not counting the Reb, of course. Oh, yeah. Those are like the best public trails there are. And I just done like 14 miles or whatever. And it's not hard, but there's some challenges in it. It's tough. It's hard. And then Bo comes around. And he's like, hey, Drew, you want to go ride with us? I'm like, all I can think about is I look at Bo Strava from time to time. And it's like 30 miles, mm-hmm. 40 miles, 52 miles. Like he just crushes it. 75. Yeah. yeah. He's a beast. And so it's like, no, I'm uh, no, there's no, I appreciate his kindness and inviting, but there's but the times thing, where you got to The thing out. about Bo that I love, I can't wait for Bo to hear this. We're going to have a, a Bo love section for yeah, a second. Hey, I'm all for it. But the thing I Bo love, knows. Bo knows, Bo knows uh, we love him. Um, so what I think is awesome is we started riding a couple years ago. I mean, he had been riding for longer than I had, but we were at the same level kind of, you know, we were racing back and forth with each other, pushing each other. And he has taken another leap. Like he personally took it on himself to go from a cat three racer to a cat two. And now he's racing cat one and, and kicking their asses. Too. He won. He, he won, won his first cat, cat one race. Yeah. yeah. And so it was he's, brutally long. Yeah. And he's just, and he's put in the time though. He can't, yeah. he's put in that seat time to, to make himself better. And he's done it on his own, maybe with his buddy, Brian, but it's not like somebody else is out there like, Hey, Hey Bo, you need to go ride. Like, no, you, he's just doing it on his own. I think it's awesome. The thing that's really fascinating about that sort of motivation to have that is that he set like a series of goals, that's right? right? Yeah. And so I do think there is some level of mountain biking. You can be, your goal could just be relaxing. Mm-hmm. I got a buddy that just, his pedal time is about just chilling mm-hmm. and that's great. Just know what it is and don't deviate if you right. can. I mean, obviously modify your goals, but don't get discouraged. That's yeah. exactly where I was going. Yeah. 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 The discouragement, I think, and I see people do it to each other, you know, and it's, it's def- not even so, not in our community, our mountain bike community is pretty tight, but like just everywhere. It's, right. it's so somebody just said the other day they're like man every time i do anything my best friend just like kind of craps on me about it and it's like why are we why yeah. why is that your best friend like that's a, that's kind of an enemy to me and it to i don't know i guess we've all dealt with different things throughout our days we're not perfect by any means but no i make fun of people all day long well, same here i mean that's I'm, yeah. a, I'm a creative guy. Like, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. You're a creative like, guy. I will literally go sit at Mardi Gras parades and just make fun of people. Sure. Like, not to them, but to myself. In or, my brain. Yeah. It's like a little Larry David up there. Trying for me. to start a TikTok of just people of Mardi Gras. Dear God. <laughs> hey, think about that. Yeah. People of Walmart was a hit. Yeah. Oh, there's some pretty Put crazy stuff. Put that on stuff. the NFT shirts. NFTshirts.com. <laughs> I'm going to have to go buy I bet that's gone. That's hey, there's, gone. there's actually a podcast I listen to, a fo- fancy football podcast, and these dudes bought tuesdaynightfootball.com thinking wow. there would never be a Tuesday night football. Right. Well, because of COVID, they pushed a bunch of games to Tuesday night. So those dudes were like, Hey, we already own it. Let's do it. That's it's pretty brilliant. Awesome. That's totally brilliant. Um, I think the other side of things is, is, uh, is staying motivated. Uh, sometimes it does require a little bit of spending. 
And, oh, yeah. and that requires a couple of things. One, I think sometimes the smallest part, if you don't have a ton of money, just a little part can go a long way. Like whether it's new grips, which, you know, arguably I saw some guys are riding. What are those really high end ones? They're like, they have like these cr- oh, rev, the revs. Mm-hmm. I see some guys spending that, but then you can also go get some ODs for. Yeah. The ODI rope. Yeah. Grips are 30 yeah, bucks, 30 bucks. Yeah. And I've seen even cheaper. And, and the reality is as long as it locks on and you don't lose a nipple when the bar hits you, you're fine. Yeah. So that's one way is just change out your grips or do something like that. Or you can go bigger and you start looking at that new bike or you can part one out or you upgrade your wheels or whatever it is. No, there's a great way. And I saw it just Tuesday with Michael. He rode with us in our group ride and he changed his tires. Yeah. He changed his tires and he went from not anywhere close to us to riding with Bug and I during our conversation. Did he go time. wider or, or what some he, more small, narrow? Yeah, yeah. He got some smaller tires and yeah. he's like, I can't believe this changed everything. And he was so excited. So it's huge. I went from, from two sixes to two fours and yeah. that was a the massive tires, difference. The tires are going to change your whole world. Absolutely. Well, I kind of I mean, thought that's about the, con- I mean, that's the contact to the ground. So that's, so the- I think of tires and think of the trail and kind of go that route. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, hopefully we can get up to Chattanooga soon. Um, well, it's got to warm up a pinch, but when I go back up there, I'll put the two sixes back on. Cause there's some great chunky stuff. Mm-hmm. Great. It'll be perfect for it. But otherwise these, the two fours that I'm running now are kind of that. So yeah, tires is a great one and that's not super expensive. Yeah. Cause we it ride on be. sandy sidewalks here. So. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. I think that's one portion of it. I think the other, the, so there's a cheap way to do it that way. Another way uh, financially is to go out of town, mm-hmm. just that little trip. Now gas is pretty high right now, but still, uh, we're taking one coming up soon. There's a big group of us going. Hopefully the rain doesn't knock us out. Yeah, we're going somewhere. Doesn't we're going matter. somewhere. That's true. And so we'll go out of town just to mix it up. And you just get out of town and suddenly it's a whole new space. And, you know, uh, I'm a first time ride junkie. Like my favorite thing in the world is to ride a trail for the very first time or forget it and then and then go back. Yeah. I just like that energy. There's a it. feeling. Um, and I've talked to addicts. I'm not an addict myself. I guess maybe I am an addict of everything I do. I go full blown. There's no like <laughs> half ass with me. Like right. it's either he's completely obsessed or he's not like it's wagons, it's bikes, it's basketball. So if it were whatever. heroin, it would be like you would grow the poppy. Yes. I, yeah. Then, I would have to do the whole entire process. <laughs> right. The full thing. But that's what um, I've talked to addicts in the past. And they said that like they constantly chase that high of the first time. And that's what we're doing. We're just addicts trying to chase the high of the first trail. Totally tr- the f- look, it's the truth. The first time you ride a trail, there's nothing better. Because right. you don't know what's next. No, I love that little bit of fear mixed with... Right. It's a real test of my skills because I, I can't plan for... I, I absolutely adore it. Um, obviously, I'm cautious on that stuff. If it's yeah, a double black... You just go ahead and just bomb we'll it. Send it, whatever, bro. No. whatever happens, happens. Um, that's fun stuff. So that's one way you can go cost... The other challenge, I feel like, uh, as motivation that we run into is that... And this isn't trashing that stuff because it has its place. But I mean, if you look at the amount of media that exists in the mountain biking world, we have to remember they're trying to sell bikes or parts or whatever. So the stuff we see, I've seen some wicked stuff. And as a filmmaker, I'm like, dude, that shot, we've talked about them before. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, I don't even know how. And we've kind of done our own like analysis of stuff. But at the same time, and we try and shoot cool looking stuff. At the same time, the reality of it is like some of that stuff could be motivating, but some of it could be a little bit of damning if you're like, I'm never going to be that good. Or intimidating. Or intimidating. I dodge, personally, I dodge fail Fridays and send it Saturdays. I don't like to see that stuff. It's cringy. No, it scares me. Well, plus the other thing is like, we're coming at it like, we spent last Saturday filming some pretty sweet shots. Right. Some pretty awesome stuff that makes us look better than maybe we are. But I mean, it's just cool. Like, the shots are cool and it's, 
it's relatable. And I think that that's the most important thing. Like, right. let's be relatable. So yeah, if that content's out there and it's in your Instagram feed or, or your Facebook or your whatever. And feed, if it's not, you better, it better be. Well, put it in there for sure. <laughs> like right. sl- subscribe. But I mean, even other stuff, like I, again, I watch a lot of Nico stuff. Like I like his story and he's doing stuff. I ain't, that ain't me. I know that, but I enjoy it because it does kick the stoke up a little bit. And once it gets to a certain point, I'm like, I gotta go ride. Right. So it's just kind of a way, at least for me to, to kick motivation over during downhill season. Like that's challenging for me. Cause as soon as a race is on, or rather as soon as the race is over, I'm like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I want to go ride. Well, and the thing is like, we, we just want a reason, an excuse. That's true. And I think that once you get to a per- certain point where we're on, a, we're talking about mountain biking on a podcast. So right. we're, we're at that point. <laughs> we're at that point. <laughs> I think, but this has been, I've, for me, this podcast has been so crazily exciting. Like I've told, <laughs> I was telling a guy in the carpool line today, right? Like dropping my kids off. I'm like, dude, you got to listen to it. And he's like, oh yeah, man, that sounds awesome. I'm like, he has no idea even what a wheel is. Right. But I'm like telling everybody, like, that's how excited I am about it. And it, this is motivation. Right. Like, I need to ride more to have more stories about our, for our podcast. Like why? Yeah. That's what the is thing. That, what is and that then thing? hopefully get more group rides. Like yeah. I, I mean, the goal has always been if we, like it's, I jokingly said it earlier, but if there was a network of all these little private groups building mm-hmm. up, there's nothing wrong with the organized group. It's just kind of fun that there's a whole little collective of people out there right. with the same mentality. That's like part of the rebellion. And they all want to jump in and kind of have fun. That'd be a killer to start finding these places. Um, and again, if you're not following us, or more importantly, if you're not in this case for group rides in this area, if you're not on social media, that's cool. We get it. But if you're not at least checking out some of the sweet potato stuff, because like that's where a lot of rides get posted. Yeah. I, and, and the funny thing is, I manage obviously I manage the sweet potato social media. I get I got two messages today like, hey, I'm coming to Mobile. Where should I ride? Right. Which is it's funny that we are now the the voice of mobile mountain biking. Right. It's kind of crazy and it's ironic. And I get tagged in things. I'm not from here and everyone knows everyone here does, but I'll get tagged in things in Birmingham when somebody asks a mobile question and I'll right. get tagged in things, other places. And maybe it's just cause I'm out there. I put myself out there, which I'm fine with. I mean, but that's also motivation though. Yeah, I mean, is. that it's drives cool. you yeah. even further. Right? It makes me want to be that person that people look at and like, Hey, he's the face of mountain biking and mobile. And I'm cool I, with that. Absolutely. I'm fine with it. Nobody else wanted to do it. So I'll go ahead and take it. And then it's always the the last little thing that I think is fascinating is is uh, just being the person to put yourself out there. Like you could be totally shy. I'm not saying mm-hmm. get out of your comfort zone, but maybe a little bit. Yeah. You know, like I would go to, to Tuesday night rides and Todd wouldn't be there and Jake wouldn't be there. So my two friend anchors would phase out. And so I'd be like, I just got to go talk. Dale, no problem. He'd come up and talk to you right away. Like one day I was fucking with a camera. I shouldn't have said that. I'll beep it. Nah, I was, there's I was, no beeping. <laughs> I was messing with a camera and here comes Dale. He's like, are you okay? Like, cause it looked like I was, my bike was broken, but I was literally just repositioning stuff. Point I mean, was, I didn't really care. I was just, seeing, yeah, I, I, thought, I was like going to make fun of you if you weren't. Yeah. I figured, <laughs> figured, figured, probably rode five feet and was like, what a jackass. I was actually thinking about bunny hop. I was like, maybe he'll stay right there. I'll yeah, do a turn down over his head. Uh, (laughs) but point was, is like putting yourself out there a little bit to have the conversation so you can like, and so anywhere I go ride, I'll talk to anybody that's there. And if they're a jerk or they're, or they're, or they seem intimidated, I'll back off. But whoops, if they're a jerk, then I just, am like, yeah, cool. Just chalk it up to, there's an ass hat everywhere. Which I, yeah. And I don't get it. I, I mean, I, like I said, I even, when I ran for the board of the local, uh, EMBA organization that I'm a part of. I stood up and everybody's like telling why they should be part of this. And I stood up and I was like, look, if you don't know me, we haven't been in the same parking lot together yet. <laughs> like right. literally I'm going to talk to every single person. 
because why not? Like right. we, we should talk to each other. I think it's super weird. Like Tuesday night we're there. There's 10 of us in the parking lot fixing one kid's bike before we took off. Somebody pulls in, unloads their bike, doesn't even look at us and just takes off. Right. It's like, I would at least be like, Hey, who are these guys? Right. Why? Like, I, hi, this is who I am. I mean, granted, maybe they're a time crunch. Maybe, you know, who knows what they got going on. But I, if you're going to do a sport or if you're going to do anything, be be a part of it. Right. Be a part of what's going on. Be a part of something. Like, it just gives you another reason to wake up and not go to work and be mad about, oh, I got to go to work and I got to go home and I got no friends. I got no hobbies. Right. Like, when it's standing right there or staring right, you staring in the face. face. Right. And, yeah. and we're all like-minded people. Sure, they might not all be your best friends. That's fine. So some of it is that, but that's what I mean by being approachable too. Some of it's the intimidation factor of like, yeah. you know, you, you come out on your hard tail. Oh uh, yeah. I would be intimidated. Right. And then you're, I mean, you told your story last week about the first time uh, the, this is where zero drop came from. Right. right. But like, that's one part of it, but it's, it's sometimes it's like, you've got to be that person to make that first and be like, Hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably even more intimidating maybe for people who, uh, are of a different gender. Cause a lot of times I'll just roll into the parking lot and I'll see somebody be like, Hey, how's it going? How's your ride going? And you know, it might be slightly intimidating for a dude to kind of approach right. that way, but I try and always keep it that. And same way from, from a woman, like talking to guys, like the other way around, like it can be, but reality, if we just remove all that crap and say, hey, we're here riding bikes, then yeah, we're know, literally we just children riding two wheel bikes. Exactly what we're doing. Like, I'm just trying to extend my childhood. To That's be right. Honest. That's totally it. all it is. Look, if they made really epic trikes, different story. They do. Like, Have you seen those guys no. doing those drift trikes in their neighborhoods? No, like, that they started sounds a amazing. Gang. It was awesome. Okay, I might be into that. Another though. hobby. Sorry. No, Sorry, Casey. Here's our next podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, by the way, tune in next week. For- From bikes to trikes. <laughs> yeah. Super badass dudes on trikes. One percenters. One percenters, yeah. Yeah, so we, we say this is a mountain biking thing, but to be honest, let's just do this, like, approach everything in life like this. Like, you need a hobby. You need an outlet. And if we learned anything from COVID, it's that if you don't have something to do other than work, then you really, you need something. Oh, yeah. Because if work was canceled or you worked from home and you didn't have anything else to do, what were you doing? Right. I mean, you just find something before you end up just give yourself a reason to live, basically. Plus, plus you need the vitamin D. Let's be honest. Yeah, be, yeah. COVID proved that everyone, almost everyone in the U.S. has a vitamin D deficiency. deficiency. That's right. So at least go get some vitamin D. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk about, I was going to throw the rebel of the week. I, f- I found a guy. I'm going to throw you? it I at you. Yeah. Some, I, I, was actually, I found one. I'm actually going to reach out to them though. Like actually literally. Oh, you should do it. Yeah. I, we could probably have this guy on. I think it's fascinating. So I found a guy named Dane Beardsley. You ever heard of this guy? No. He never. rides for DK. Oh, okay. I used to, I saw with DK. Right. From Kettering. So he still rides for DK. Wow. He's a flatlander. So he does nothing but flatland ride and dirt jump. Right. But okay. not like anything mountain style. What I found fascinating is he's got to be in his forties and he's still riding flat. And that's all he cares about is riding flat. Like, and he is passionate about it. Like he talks Those dudes about are it. impressive. It's super impressive. Yeah, you, yeah. It's brutal. But like his thing is finding a big empty parking lot. Whereas we're going the opposite. We're looking for as much crazy elevate. Mm-hmm. But this guy's motivated and has stuck with it. And he's been riding that stuff for, I think, 30 years, he said. Wow. And he's professional at it. So how many Flatlanders? That stuff went away in the 2000s, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like I mean, gone, gone. Like Jinko jeans and Flatland bikes just disappeared at the same time. That's exactly. You know who? You know what happened is they all got ate up by ICP. Oh man, the last cult following the Juggalos oh, yeah, mount man. up. The, the Juggalos are going to come rolling in doing Flatland tricks with their Jinko oh, jeans. Man. 
That's the when 90s they were terrible. Yeah, that stuff was bad. But the halftime show, though, might as well drop that. Everybody yeah. else is talking about it. Well, the halftime show was brilliant. That's right. And it was absolutely brilliant. The funny thing is, I saw a post that was really great. It's like it listed all their accolades. You have a tech billionaire. Yeah, because right. people don't think about Dre being like he's a genius. Mm-hmm. You have like all these icons, and they listed all the stuff out: multiple winners and all actors and all the stuff. And they're all in that mix with like beyond accolades. It is the definition of the American dream. It is people that came from nothing and built empires. Yeah, they were rapping about having money. Right now they have so much money they don't rap. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I said, and I think we talked about this. We're going off on a different subject, but since you're in the ad world. I thought it was incredible, and we talked about it at my Super Bowl party, how every single ad was literally tailored to our generation. 100%. Every single ad. It was almost 100%. like I started getting like weirded out by it. Like, just stop. Like, yeah, it's cr- it was crazy. Is there a Metamucil ad in here next? There like, is nothing, and nothing. it was all geared that way. From, I was the, waiting for ALF to pop up on something. Like, yeah, I mean, I was. it's very – nostalgia right now must be very profitable, right? Um and so that that's one side of it. I, I you know this, but I have another podcast where I talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like that Coinbase commercial, you put, posted a great quote in that. Thank you, by the way. But that Coinbase commercial was nuts. It was like crazy. most people I knew thought it was a, a gag on The Office. Well, which it, there was an episode of The Office where there's a screensaver, yeah. and that's what they thought it was. And it and that's like pretty inventive. But again, super tailored. So people over our age, I heard a thing that was like yeah. people over 50 wouldn't scan it. Well, no, and like, yeah, my dad called me the other day and was like, so what's cryptocurrency? What are NFTs? Yeah. And like, I feel dumb when I'm explaining it. Yeah. Like, because do I actually know? Because I don't. Like, I'm just spitting words out. Like, right. Okay, dad, but I don't know. I bought some a while ago. He goes, okay. So what's that mean? I'm like, I own some. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's uh, it's my my dad got into crypto by buying a stock that's a fund of crypto. Right. So it's like, Dad, you didn't really get into crypto. No, it's like buying that Delta Eight stuff and it's, acting like you're smoking weed. That's exactly right. <laughs> hey, listen, I had a bad experience with Delta Eight. I took way too much. Oh man, and I was. I, it's a mind journey. It is not like it. I, it was not mellow weed. It right. was like super mind three thousand. Yeah, I'm dropped. I'm. Another hobby I should stay away from. Yeah, don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I didn't enjoy it. Um, I think that's more or less it. Is there anything? Oh, we got to draw a name. We got to yeah, draw a name. And should we put in another secret word? Oh, we do need another secret word. Yeah. Oh, we need to make it a hard one. I have one. I'd like it to be potatoes. <laughs> Brotatoes. <laughs> Brotate. Can you work in bro or po- potatoes into a sentence to let us know that you listen to it and you can be eligible to win some other prize? Maybe we'll give away something else. Yeah, I'm working on it. Stuff. Oh, I got to plug the sponsors in there too. Yeah, we need to get a sponsor drop. Hey, because our sponsor benefited from our last. Yeah, I just added a new one. So we have Clean Eats. So Clean Eats is a is a chain of places, but the Clean Eats in Mobile. I'm working on getting us a deal, whether we get a percentile off or he uh, gives us some stuff to give away. So you can either get like meals made from those guys, or you can walk in and they have a freezer of pre-made meals. And so they put all the macros if you're training which is where it would make the most sense. They put all the macros on it and the food's good. Like it's not just boiled chicken and some, it's like beef stroganoff and pizza rolls. It's weird stuff that they've broken down and made it work. So that's one side of it. We not also by broken down like into a shake and a blender, right? <laughs> yeah, like, it's no, all, it's all drinkable. <laughs> Clean eats. No, no, it's all food. It's real food. Um, and the great part is it's easy stuff. So like you can throw it in. They even have a really good, actually their cauliflower crust is the best as far as health and flavor, it is fantastically good. 
So we have them and hopefully soon we'll have, um, so shout out to Clean Eats, but hopefully soon we'll have something to give away on that. And that could be, again, meals or a discount or whatever. But it is, it is good food and it's, it's great fuel. And if you're trying to follow certain things, you can d- go down that path. Who else do we have to, to knock out real quick? You want to uh, talk about Lucky Shot? Yeah, Lucky Shot. Every week, yeah. she still kills it in the coffee game. Yeah. And um, this week, uh, she's probably still mad at us for cuddling coffee bags, but I'm not mad because yeah. that coffee is still good. It's, it's ridiculously be, good. Yeah, it's awesome. You can, so make the, sure you go to – and sh- I've had people ask how to get it. Yeah. Um, there is LuckyShot.com, LuckyShotCoffee.com. Yep. You can go to LuckyShotCoffee.com. If you're in the Mobile area, I think you can pick it up at Satori who also serves her coffee, which is That's fantastic. Right. So if you'd like to try a cup, go to Satori, which now we've kind of sponsored those guys and gals. But if you have over, my thing about Lucky Shot, the, the straightforward is I, as an old man, this is, sorry to go the <laughs> the brotato part of the podcast. But the one thing about her coffee is it, for me, felt like I had very low acid. So I got very little like acid reflux from drinking a cup of coffee. That is definitely an old guy problem, but it's a real one. So that's what I really enjoyed about it. So if you have a chance, go try Lucky Shot Coffee. You can pick it up at Satori and Mobile, or you can go to LuckyShotCoffee.com. What? Wasn't there another little segment we were going to drop? Because I'm a, a child of the 80s that knows nothing. What do you mean? The Star Wars Star Trek. Oh, yeah. No, we'll save that. I'm playing that one out a little bit better. Man, because that was that could yeah. be brutally bad. That'll be it. Maybe we'll do a prize pack. We'll figure out to do a prize for that one. If Dale gets so many right, then somebody wins That's what prize. it is. All right. So I'll tell you what. For If you can use the secret word in a sentence, which is potato, brotato, if you can use that in a sentence, then you'll get entered to win and we'll pick two people. And yeah. either somebody bets on Dale or you bet against him. <laughs> Man, good And luck. all he's got to do... And I'll be completely honest is play a little game called Star Trek, Star Wars. That's it. And I'll just give a name and we'll see what he lands on. Man, that's so bad. Can we just do like, <laughs> there's a picture of Princess Leia in my office. And he was like, is it, uh, he didn't even know who it was. And then he brought it up. He's like, the only girl I remember from Star Wars was the lady in the bikini. She's literally in the metal bikini in my I mean, it's embarrassing that I learned who Darth Vader was from my eight-year-old daughter when she was eight. And I I mean, it's not embarrassing. I guess I was busy in the 80s. It's more than that. It's the 70s. Actually, whatever it was, I've actually said this, though. I might be the only person that was born in the early 80s that has watched Star Trek in order. One, two, three. Star Wars. Whatever it is. Star Wars in order. I don't think you've ever watched a Star Trek. Have you? No, I don't think so. No? No, I'm going to make you watch the first Star Trek movie. Sounds terrible. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, but I, the Star Wars though was yeah you one, watched a, I watched, watched them in order through, yeah you yeah. watched one so like nine. it like people are like Luke is my father I'm like what it's not even in this movie like right. where are we at yeah so whatever spoiler alert yeah we st- yeah we still <laughs> thirty uh, years later uh, we still have to do the drawing for the t shirt that's what I'm saying that's what we're waiting on so we've kept people in suspense so they listen to the whole damn episode for the drawing all right well, all let's right. do it all right well we're oh. gonna draw out of a hat official yeah super official. <laughs> We need some kind of gimmick. Uh, and the winner is Gabe Wigan. Gabe Wigan. You Great job, won. Gabe. You won your shirt. and uh, uh, you... We just need your size, and you get a lucky shirt. It's going to be one of one. Yeah, one of, it's an NFT. You might have a Sharpie marker just written it on there. <laughs> I'm telling you. I think it's gold. NFT shirts. NFT shirts. Actually, I sent Drew some pictures today of some awesome neon hats. Oh, yeah, I'm I all about we those. Some podcast hats. We're gonna have some ride. The, yeah, we're gonna have some zero drop rebellion podcast merch soon. Yeah, and so I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing us ramble on, but just promote more stuff. We got yeah. the the bug rug video coming out. 
Yep, that drops. Really quick. It'll be here Friday. if it's not already out. Yeah, get it out. Yeah. It's probably already out. Yeah. See, you'll learn that trick. I don't know those tricks. Yeah, we'll get you there. It's like Star Trek. <laughs> Star Tricks. All right, well, I think that'll wrap it up. Uh, thanks again for listening, and uh, keep motivated. Go out there and, and keep riding and do everything you can. Share with all your friends. Yeah. Share, share, share. And you get can us follow us. Uh, what do you do the plugs? You should follow us everywhere. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. What are the... You got to drop the names. Ride the Rebellion on there it is. all. There it is. Everything. Or you can also follow the sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. And you can listen to us on Apple. Yep. Spotify. Yep. Anchor. Yep. YouTube. Yep. Everything. Yeah. And to be uh, up for our next prize, uh, all we need you to do is uh, leave a review, uh, leave a comment, leave something, and mention uh, potato brotato in the sentence. So hey, and tell us something you want to hear us talk about. Yeah. That'd be awesome, too. Also, if you'd like to be on the show, please hit us up. You can hit us up at ride the rebellion at gmail.com. Again, that's confirmed. We have that email now. Ride the rebellion at gmail.com. If you want to be on the show, we'd love to have you. We'd love your insight. Maybe we'll even open an audio chat line soon enough. I'll, I'll throw that up there at some point where you can kind of leave your own comments and we'll listen to those live, which could be terrible. That could be awesome. Yeah, we'll call it. It could be so good. <laughs> All right. Stay safe. See you soon. Right on. Right on.